I'm here with uh, Courtney from Get It Got It LLC. She's had a new baby <laughs> on March 13th. Uh, she's in Souderton, Pennsylvania, and uh, she started using Merch. I think you've used Merch before now, right? So we used it around the holidays um, to do a couple school stores and some other gift programs for local businesses. But we were just using it on a month-to-month -month basis as we needed it. So it wasn't as extensive as we're doing now. Sure. Because I, I went and I looked for your merch store and I found one from uh, the Satterton School District from like 2019. And I was like, oh, okay. so you, you used this a little bit before. So um, Yeah, so we were familiar with um, how to use it. Um, but we were just able to kind of tweak our business model to really benefit from it. Sure. So tell me a little bit about your March, because it sounds like it was a pretty intense month. Yeah, you'll probably hear the little one. She's sitting right here next to me at the table. Um, so March 13th, so like everyone else um, in our industry, I'm sure, business was booming, sales were crazy, we were swamped. And um, a lot, like a lot of other printers, it's just me and my husband. So we're just mom and pop. Um, we have a pole barn outside of our house where we do all of our printing and we're mostly business to business. So, um, it was mostly local, smaller businesses doing their employee, um, shirts, their giveaways, all that kind of stuff. So everything was awesome. It was great. And we were, uh, having our baby on March 13th. So, um, everything kind of went insane. Um, <laughs> we went from a hundred to zero in about two seconds. Um, she was born on March 13th. And when I came out of the hospital on March 16th, the whole world was shut down basically. Um, so first it was pretty okay because um, I was like, all right, well, we'll just enjoy being home with her. Um, then one week turned into two, two to three. And I'm sitting here like, okay, now what are we gonna do? Is this ever gonna end? Um, and I was sick of twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> so I started watching Printavo stuff and figured you guys knew what you were talking about. So I should do something with myself. It's awesome. Um, how, so really how much e-commerce had you done before you started doing this? I, I know you've done a little bit of merch, but was this, Yeah. sounds like you kind of really had to pivot your business a little bit. So can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah, so our, pro our primary business model, like I said, was uh, business to business. So we weren't a ton of like reunions or school stores. We do have some, we did have some school contracts um, before this. And that was our most successful merch store prior to this was the schools. Um, but a lot of times our orders were people who knew what they wanted and how many they wanted. So it wasn't really a need for us. Like it just didn't make sense. Um, we, and we dabbled in it and then I kind of saw how it could, it could be helpful. But for us, um, a lot of our clients didn't really have a need for it because we are business to business. So then when I started watching all the Printavo stuff and being like, okay, they're really pushing, pushing merch. There's a reason for it. Like, what are we going to do? Everyone's all about fundraising, helping everyone out, coming together. So um, that's when we kind of pivoted our entire business model and we're like, okay, we're going to reach out to people, see if they want, like people who would be good candidates for a fundraiser store um, and try and reach out and try and see if we can get uh, these fundraiser stores going. And, you know, like a lot of the different people have said in the webinars I've seen and the interviews that you've done, it's not really about making a ton of money on it. It was started to keep myself busy and then just kind of seeing where these contacts would take us maybe three, six months down the road. I wasn't expecting anything to happen right now. So we're kind of looking at the bigger picture. Uh, I guess uh, the next question is kind of interesting. Do, do customers like this setup? Like, do they get it? You know, is it, is it something that is natural for them or has you, have you had to do a little bit of like education? 
So we, I started answering kind of the same question. So I started to reach out to clients that we had that I thought would be good candidates, like your, your restaurants, um, your coffee shops, your uh, schools, just people that would buy something in order to support a cause. Um, and I guess the biggest pushback I had was this seems too good to be true. <laughs> um, I don't understand, like, I don't understand. I, there's no upfront cost to me. Like people are, aren't expecting to just get a check written to them at the end of this. Um, and so it's very hard to wrap their head, head around, especially right now. So that was the biggest pushback in educating people. Like it, this seems too good to be true. Um, but one, so I started answering the same questions all the time. I put together a document of frequently asked questions and how the program works. So what we were doing was we were setting a price um, for whatever their whatever the item was that they wanted to sell, keeping it simple, one color, one location usually, or one color, two locations. Um, and then I started to answer the same questions all the time. So I put together this document and I would send it out. We start, I'm very involved in the chamber and the rotary around here. So I started with the chamber and the, um, the local chamber of commerce sent it out to all of the uh, members of the chamber. And then if they wanted to be a part of it, we kind of did one joint store with everyone. That's how it started. Um, so we have that store going still. That's almost up to, I guess, 2,000 in sales. And whatever money that they've raised from that store, um, they can use for whatever they want. So we, you know, it's no strings attached. They can pay their bills, pay their employees, do whatever they want. And what's really unique and kind of really unique to this area is just there's such a sense of um, looking out for each other and just giving back. And almost every single one of the stores that we're doing have decided to give back the money that they're raising to a bigger cause than just themselves. So they're donating to food pantries, food banks, wow. um, kids programs, other schools, um, first responders programs. So no one has really decided that they're gonna keep the money to pay themselves, which I think is just like a pay it forward, pay it forward again. Um, the school, I reached out to them, um, then they started to do their own, um, the school district wanted to do their own store and we've been in talks with them to do something before. It just never seemed like it was the right time. Um, so we actually were just able to capture on that and they made it a district wide fundraiser. So everyone's really looking to just be supportive of the district, be supportive of the area um, and, and what's going on right now. And so people really have found a reason to want to buy um, uh, this logo and what they're selling. Um, so the, the education foundation in the district kind of told everyone, don't sell any of your own individual elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, or anything like that. Just, we're just going to roll out one store, make it district wide, um, and then have the option to customize with their school name on the back. Um, and then their kind of hopes is that when school, hopefully when school starts in the fall, that everyone's going to, you know, be back at school the first day wearing their merch. Um, that went viral. That was insane. Um, and now I was look, doing this to keep me busy. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, I'm busier than before this happened. So it's, it's been a good problem to have, but it's, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> sure. Um, how did you, how did you sell the merch store to the school? How did that process play out? So I think a lot of um, most of the business owners out there know it's like all about making connections. And so I had been um, kind of nurturing this connection for a really long time. Um, our school has an education foundation component that they're basically a nonprofit and they raise money um, for school programs. So I had met the woman who's the director of that through tons of different events through the chamber, the rotary, and just being around in local events. So 
we had never done a project together. We were just kind of waiting for the right time. And so I'd reached out to her just as another school to reach out to, to see if they wanted to do a fundraiser store. And as I was reaching out to her, she was thinking about us because she had this project in the works and she knew what, who we were, what we did. And we'd always been like looking to do something together. So this was just the perfect opportunity. So it wasn't a hard sell. Um, I think that a lot of this, it's very hard to like, a lot of what we're seeing come to play now with us is stuff that we've done three, six months, a year ago, and just really trying to keep your connections open and something that you might do for someone isn't going to have like a huge financial impact on you at that moment, but just being involved and just having your brand out there. So people know when they are ready that you're there is just probably the biggest thing um, that has benefited us just being visible and just um, keeping in contact with people. Oh yeah, sorry. You have to unmute. Unmuted. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you did you send them like a pre-made store, or did you just kind of like get on the phone and be like, "Hey, look, I can make online stores. Let's do this." And then they like talk yes. about it. So um, I had told them it, this was like a whirlwind because everything happened so fast, and I was trying to keep up and keep ahead of things as things were happening. So like seeing what people were doing, watching all the Printavo stuff, seeing what other companies were doing, um, and then trying to reach out at all different times. So I'm the business part of the, the business. My husband is the printing part of the business. So it's just me. So um, to like have to do everything is, can be a lot. So um, I started with the chamber because I wanted to see like what kind, I kind of modeled after, and I forget what company it was that did, there's a couple of different ones that did like a joint store for like all different local businesses or all local restaurants. So I was like, oh, well, let me try that first and see what happens. I didn't want to offer individual stores to people unless I knew that they were probably going to be really successful because I thought that the individuals who might not be as successful would, would do better in like a joint that would get more exposure by just being with a group. Um, so I did the chamber first to see how that would work out. And once I had made that store, and I reached out to maybe two or three other clients. One was a coffee shop. Um, that's a very, or they're a brewer, like a roastery around here. They're very popular and they're national. So I, I did a store for them. So I did two quick ones and then I sent them to the school um, as an example of, hey, here's what we can do. Um, so those were my, I did have two stores that were going on. Wow. Um, and then I sent them to them as an example. And if we honestly, I talk to Brian about this all the time. If we didn't have Quintavo, like I'm not being paid to say this. Like I can't say enough good things about this. Like I can't build websites. I can't build e-com. I can't like manage my shop without this. I can't do it. And I honestly don't know what we did and why we waited so long um, before we had it because it's, it's so, it's simple. Like it takes a little bit to get it exactly how you want it. Um, but once you do, it, if I couldn't offer it to these people, there's no way we could have done it now because people can't be in contact with anyone. So to be able to ship it, like there's no order forms, there's no in-school collection, there's no in-school distribution, like you have to have it. So if we didn't have it, we would be missing out on all of this. And sales have started to come back in the business to business aspect, but not as much as they were. So it, it's honestly, it's a, it's a tremendous, tremendous um, service that you guys are offering. It, it's been really great. I'm really glad to hear that. That's great. That's, that's awesome. Um, are you helping like promote the stores uh, for businesses and schools or are you kind of handing that off to them? No, I hand it off to them um, because it's just the two of us. And I feel like we are, you kind of, do, you do take a risk as a shop. Um, you know, you're setting these, these price points at a point where you're okay 
okay or breaking even if they're not ordering a ton or you know hitting minimums or that kind of thing um because of the time period and what's going on i didn't want to have people order then have to cancel orders because of no minimum so i priced things or figured out ways that we could print in order to just fulfill whatever was coming through because i don't want to turn someone down because they're trying to support a local business and break that connection um so i had to price it in a way that made sense for us made sense for them and they were getting money back as well um so because it's just the two of us it's a lot anyway. So to do that whole component of marketing the store for them, um, it just is too much. They know their followers, they know their customers, um, they have their information, they have their own social. So I, what I did was I took some of the, the Printavo best practice tips and I would send them in an email saying, we don't market your store, we don't promote it, we provide you with the link. I would give them like one or two bullet points, like try offering a promotion with it, um, get it on your social, email it to your followers. If you're doing to go take out, print a flyer, a screenshot of the store, stick it in the bag with it. Um, so just giving them some guidance, but then also making it very clear that we don't do the bulk of the promotion because in the, in the winter, when we did a couple of these stores, that was kind of the point is like, once the store's made, people think it's just gonna sell and we weren't promoting it. So being clear about the fact that we weren't promoting it um, has helped. So, and you can see the people who are most successful are the people that um, promote it and are good at social, they're good at marketing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've definitely seen that too. It's like uh, the stronger of an audience and following and like the more people care about the, the store business or whatever, like the easier it is. Yeah. People are like, yeah. I freaking love that bar. I can't go there. I really want to get a shirt. I yeah. want to now, you know, or whatever it is. And yeah. And so. I think that the, the restaurants, the bars, the restaurants, um, the ones that we've done for are giving the money back to their employees to pay them, to pay the wait staff, because I'm not sure how it works. You're in Illinois, right? You're in Chicago. Yeah. 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 So I don't know how it works with like unemployment in your state, but Pennsylvania, like it's a mess here in terms of unemployment uh -huh. um, and getting like getting the money, and then also, of course, when you're a server, you're not paid with a paycheck. Most of your money's cash. So to capture that in unemployment is not. So they're using, the restaurants are giving the money back to their servers. Um, and so people, that's been, aside from the school district store, those have been the most successful because um, people, like the customers really want to help the waitresses out and the bar, bar staff um, because they know them on a personal level a lot of times. And so they're like, they feel like they know exactly where that money is going. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, I guess like, you know, being realistic, um, what, what difficulties, what like difficulties have you had? Like any tips for anybody who's maybe starting out here? Like, is it maybe just be really organized or is there something else going on? Yeah. Um, so I de definitely all the education that you guys have put out has been super helpful and just reaching out to you guys and asking questions um, for anything that you've had. Um, just kind of getting a game plan. You do have to be super organized because if you start getting, I think we have like probably 10 stores, seven stores going, but some of those stores are um, multiple participants in the store. So you really have to figure out a game plan in terms of like how you're printing, what's your plan, um, getting all of that ready. And at the same time, you know, keeping track of the fundraising, uh, you, you can keep track of fundraising amounts with you guys now, but then when you're sending the checks, do I have all the information I need from the companies? Um, I guess, the, and then something like, customer service wise, it can be very, um, so it's awesome because your brand as the printer is all over the merch store um, and that's who they see. But at the same time, um, 
you are the one that they're contacting with like issues about things. So when, so the school store went live last Friday afternoon. And I think um, I like looked at my phone and looked at my email like an hour or two later. And I had all these emails like, Hey, I like this, but question, Hey, I like this, but question, can I get this customized in this spot? So I'm like, what is going on? So I logged on and I clicked on it and I was like, oh my God, what just happened? Like it literally went from zero to 3000 in like a couple hours. Um, And so now I have all of these emails, like people needing things. So you have to be really conscious as the, if you don't have a dedicated customer service team, um, you have to be super conscious of yourself as a business owner, whoever is responding to those inquiries that you are the face of the store, you're the face of the business. So not only are you representing yourself as a business, but you're representing whoever your client is. Um, So you just need to be like 150% in the customer service because you don't know what kind of company that person owns, what contacts they have. So you're just worrying that that is a potential client down the road and just being on your game in terms of that and not getting stressed out about that, but then also like being conscious that you need to respond to them quickly and like, you know, just being on your game in terms of customer service. Killer. That's great. That's great advice. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, that's the point about uh, like you're the face of the business is really interesting. That's, that's really good to, uh, to, to internalize and think about. I hadn't, I hadn't quite thought of it that way. So that's cool. Um, I guess like my last question is, is something you've hinted at, but like you said, you're playing the long game here. You're thinking like three to six months down the road or however, however long it's going to be. Um, but like, do you really think that you'll get new customers and new orders this way? Um, is this is this like a marketing strategy kind of too, or or is that not really in in your mind? Um, no, it's a, so when I first yeah, so definitely um, that primarily that was what it was um, in the beginning because I didn't really expect because I wasn't sure how much we people also don't have that much disposable income right now, so I wasn't sure like are people going to even spend money for fundraisers? Um, some people that I've seen on your uh, education stuff have gotten thousands and thousands of dollars in sales some people have oh I got a thousand here a thousand there it's not enough to pay the bills so it kind of like was split I wasn't sure I had no idea and I wasn't expecting anything um I was like we have this opportunity it's easy to do let's pitch it we're not at that point we weren't doing anything because we weren't busy (laughs) so I'm like well it doesn't matter if we get one shirt that's fine whatever we'll just do it so now I'm like oh my god what did I do um so now it's great because it's like actually providing income to us. But when I first started, I was only expecting to get exposure from it um, in terms of like marketing and PR. And um, since I am involved in the chamber, um, the local paper around here, like they did a story on it. Um, I was on the like a local radio station talking about it. So just trying to, I was, so I don't market um, like the individual stores to their followers, but in like a broader sense to talk about what we were doing. I was marketing ourselves as a company. So that was really my only goal for this. I'm like, okay, well, I'll pay the Printava merch price. It is what it is. Like if it works, it works. If we get $1,000 order or $2,000 order for the whole year from doing this, it'll be worth it. And I wasn't doing anything anyway. So that was my strategy. But now that this happened, I'm like, oh my God, maybe we should only do merch ever. <laughs> um, did, did you have to like, how did the how did the paper and radio play out? How did that happen? Did did they contact you? Yeah. Did you contact them? So um, once again, we I so my undergrad degree was in um, PR. Oh. So that was yeah. So and I had business, and then so that was all I did. 
Um, and so just being, you know, like this, like I said, being the face of the company um, and trying to get yourself out there. So I have joined like a lot of civic organizations. So the Rotary, the Chamber of Commerce, just to try and, you know, to give back to the community and to get involved and to meet other people, other businesses, um, but then also to help grow our brand and grow ourselves. Um, so with those contacts, um, I've just met a lot of different people. Um, the newspaper is a local paper around here and he has a good relationship. The writer that does all the local stories has a good relationship with the chamber. So since we joined with the chamber, that was part of that outreach. Um, so I think, you know, a takeaway for people is just to like really reach out to people to let them know what you're doing. Um, kind of a, an aside to that is that we, since it is just Brian and I, we have a website, but we don't have social right now um, because I was scared about before this, like just in our every day to day, I was scared about what it would do because I wear so many hats. I'm like, I, I can't do one more thing. I can't like respond to the Facebook. I want it to be, when I do something, I want it to be a thousand percent. And I didn't want to just like throw it up there just to have it. I wanted it to be perfect. And we also wanted to revamp our website and I didn't want to direct traffic to the website from, from if it wasn't how I wanted it. Well, now this week on my to-do list is to, <laughs> to get the Facebook up and the Google business real quick, just like down and dirty because, because, and at the same time, we were business to business. So people like, it didn't really matter unless a client did like an event or something once every couple months, it didn't really make a difference for us. But now that we are so forward facing to the public, um, and I have, I think like 300 orders for that one store to fulfill, um, all of our information is going out to people and everyone who's responded with the customer service been like, it's been great. Thank you so much. Thank you for your help. So I feel like we're just missing out right now specifically because of what's going on in the world. We're involved in so many things that are like engaging to the audience that I feel like we're missing out. So that, so this grew from no social at all. Um, and now I just, I'm trying to get something up real quick so that I don't miss all of these things that I could capture um, within wow. this next month or so. Yeah, you're, um, you're going from B2B to like a little bit of B2C. It's really yeah. interesting, yeah. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so so it, it's crazy. It's like everything has kind of like changed. Um, we still have our B2B customers, but like I'm just trying to not lose the B2C part of it because we weren't really ready, but no one really expected that this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it sounds like you're making lemonade out of some lemons. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Yep. One of my friends has a, has a really delightful thing that they say right now, which is, um, well, it's not the ideal circumstances. <laughs> and I, I think you've definitely uh, coped with that well. Congratulations it's on the, true. the new human Thank you. in your life. Thank you. Yeah. She's good. She hangs out with me. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your, your insights yep. and your story about merch. I really appreciate it. All right. Yeah. And thank you for everything that you guys do. Of course. That's uh, Courtney from Get It Got It in Souderton, Pennsylvania. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>